have it make at least a little bit of sense, or enough sense to not get an angry glare from Nick as I walk out of the sanctuary after service. <laughs> now, before I get into all of this, here's a bit of background on the all-time classic carol, Joy to the World. The lyrics of Joy to the World were written by Isaac Watts, a, favorite, a famous hymn writer, and were initially published in 1719 in a book of poems he had written that were based upon psalms. One of these poems, which is the basis of Joy to the World, was based upon Psalm 98, which I will read to you now. <clears throat> oh, sing the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered the steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to the world, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, <laughs> with the lyre and the sound of melody. With trumpets and the sound of horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands, let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. See, this is where I circle back to the beginning of my talk about coffee sweetener and Jesus' second coming. You see, we may not all know every detail about the entire Christmas story, but I'm assuming that everyone understands the general concept of little baby Jesus in the manger with all the theatrical shepherds and angels and wise men. The issue here, though, is that I don't believe that Joy to the World is actually about little baby Jesus at all. To explain my point here, I'm going to read two different Bible passages about Jesus, and I want you to listen to them, think about what they're saying, and then afterwards we'll have a bit of a poll. So, <laughs> here's the first verse. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Isaiah 53.3. And here is the second verse. God has highly exalted him and bestowed upon him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Now, we're going to have a bit of a show of hands to see, just making this a little interactive. Which of these do you think best relates to the song Joy to the World's message about the whole world opening up and embracing Christ? So, who thinks it's the first verse? And the second? There you go. See, that's what I was thinking. You see, the first passage I read was actually about the first coming of Christ, his birth, and the second was about his resurrection. You see, when Jesus was first born, there was a lot of fear and discomfort surrounding it, and this is outlined in the first passage I read. After all, if someone was born claiming to be the all-powerful son of a spiritual deity today, we would all be a little confused too. The second verse, however, shows the love that was felt to Christ later in his life, specifically at the time of his resurrection. This is why I believe that the song Joy to the World is not actually about Jesus' birth, but rather his resurrection. Now, 
Here's my point. This is why I consider Joy to the World to be the artificial coffee sweetener of Christmas carols. No one really enjoys artificial coffee sweetener in their coffee because they know it's not sugar, yet they do it anyways because it's healthier and hence has a purpose that overcomes the fact that it's not what people traditionally use. This concept got me thinking about Joy to the World and what its further purpose is. Why do we sing it if it's not truly about the first Christmas? We sing Joy to the World because God isn't only asking us to reflect on the past, but also to look on to the future. Christmas isn't simply a time calling us to look upon how Jesus was brought into the world, but to lift up and rejoice the impact that he had on it in his life. After all, if Jesus had grown up living a normal life in his time, we wouldn't still be celebrating his birthday several thousand years after his death. Jesus teaches us how to love others and be kind to one another every day, and Christmas calls us not only to rejoice for the Savior's birth, but also to open up our hearts to his spirit. So I ask you this Christmas to not only thank God for sending us his son, but for all the good work that Jesus did in our world, because that is what the song Joy to the World is trying to teach us about what Christmas should mean to us today. Thank you.